I'm Joe. And I'm Lee. We are the Rewinders, rewatching childhood movies to see if they hold up. This week, <laughs> we watched The, the Secret, Secret of Nim. Secret, secret, I got a secret. Super secret. Super secret. You do have a glow around you, a pale, kind of sickly glow. It's from an amulet I have. Hey, wait. Oh, I see oh, what you did uh, there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I have questions about this movie. Many questions we'll probably have to that you won't be able to answer, but we'll get to the end of it. We're doing this movie because you I wanted to do it. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I'm a long... I, I'll probably say this for quite a few movies uh, over the course of doing this, is that, mm-hmm. yeah, I've watched this a lot when I was a kid. Sure. I have never seen this movie until doing it for the podcast. Oh, there we go. And I guess for my memories are, I knew it existed and friends talking about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And the main reason why I found out about this movie was I was a huge Star Trek Next Generation fan. <laughs> yeah. And I found out, somehow found out that, oh, Will Wheaton did this movie. Oh, he did the voice for this movie. Yeah. Oh, it was his first role. Okay. So I wanted to see it because Wesley Crusher was in it. And I just found out watching it this time around, who else is in this? Yeah. That I should Shannon probably know. Doherty. All right. That's strange too, but I had no idea what The Secret of Nim was even about. I knew Head Mice in it because yeah. of, I, I remember that and Magic Something and like you mentioned, the amulet. But I guess maybe you can take it for what memories you had. Sure. I had watched this movie plenty of times and in school, I think I read a truncated version of it in, in class once. Yeah, I had watched this movie so many numerous times before that. It was like, <laughs> I know what happens. They all... They all escape. They all get out. They're all super <laughs> mm-hmm. smart. Yeah, so for my research of, since you, I mean, you remember everything as a kid, right? I guess, what was your takeaway when you saw this movie? I didn't take away so much of the deeper meaning of anything in this, of course. And that's what I'm wondering about. It was all about the spectacle of okay. the animation and the magic. And yep. it just was this combination where I was locked in pretty good with it. and It engaged you really well as did. a kid, yes. Yeah. Now, if we compare it to something like Dark Crystal, that engaged me very well Mm -hmm. there's a difference between the two whereas this one the story was more solid when i was a kid i was more attached to who the characters Mm -hmm. were and how they interplayed with each other and how that related to the story whereas with dark crystal it was always all about muppets yep and and yeah it has a much better story they're both dark but this one um the character the characters are much much more defined and interesting yes and so I guess that's my, I'm just wondering all this because I have questions that haven't, haven't seen as a kid. I don't, I'm seeing it straight as an adult, but you're definitely, uh, as a kid, this really got you because, and it is a kid's movie, a family movie. That's how they, they pitched it. They pitched I it that way. I would say as an adult watching this, that mm-hmm. it's a children's movie. It's an adult movie that is built in a way that children mm-hmm. can watch with you. Since I had not seen this movie, I watched the trailer from 1982 and it is billed as enter a world of wizards and magic, evil and sword fighting, it will make you feel like a child again. The people um, trying to promote this movie had no idea yeah, how to sell it at that, all. That is not a good uh, You too will know the secret of Nim in your heart and become a child again. Something, Some nonsense like well, that. Yeah, that's so BS that's the first right thing I did before watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, that didn't help out. So I guess we can... Uh, Dive into what the secret of Nim is. It's animated, so it still plays off the classic Hollywood open with song and credits. No kid is interested in that. I guess uh, that 
I thought of right away. This is a Disney movie, and like Lady and the Tramp did that. Uh, that that's yeah, one all the classic because one. this is Don Bluth's. I can't say his last name. It's his first movie, and he animator who worked with Disney. This is his first movie that he did on his own. He got yeah. away from Disney, and sure. so he still has that mentality, mentality and yeah. a little bit of style. But he does have his darker style. That's why I saw it as yeah, and it's not a full blown credit sequence at the front like some of the more actual yes. classics do. So yeah, but you're right. As a kid, like, yeah, yeah, get on with it. Yeah, yeah. But as an adult, listening to the music and then seeing, oh, Jerry Goldsmith did this. Yeah, the actual shit. orchestrations behind this are, are very good. I know the name Jerry Goldsmith might not mean too much to anybody, but I had to look him up real quick. <laughs> Jerry Goldsmith did music scores for Alien, Star Trek, the motion picture, which mm. is the theme for the next generation. So good. Poltergeist, <laughs> all the Rambo, Explorers, Legends, Inner Space, mm, yeah. Lionheart, The Burbs, Leviathan, Warlock. And then, Total Recall. No! Oh! I knew you. It's so good. <laughs> and then a, a tons. He did. He did so many dozens and dozens and dozens of movies throughout his yeah. career. But those I are mean, from the eighties. They're all drastically and... different kinds of movies too. So movies got yeah. range yep. for his music. Big range. So so then okay. after that intro, <laughs> intro sequence, where we get a narrator come up with these old ratty rat hands. Ooh, they are rat hands. Scrawling in his book. He's keeping his journal. It was a really glowy, sparkly, and it was in a dim, lit area. Yeah. That's got to be hard on your eyes to, well, yeah, to write, yeah. and then this glow is just blinding you. Oh, I can't even see what I'm writing! Jeez! His pen never touches the page. It glides over because it's magic. magic. Mm. <laughs> They give you the quick introduction of, oh, I'm sure it's another J name. Nope, it's Nicodemus. No, no, no. I, shh, oh, did I? Oh, oh, my God. It's the oh. Frisbee character, which at some point Brisbee. in my life, I always called Brisbee. It is Mrs. Brisbee. So what happened was, in the book, I had to look this up. Oh, okay. In the book, her name is Mrs. Frisbee. They yeah. changed it for this movie because they didn't want to get well, then sued why, by. At the end of the movie, did they write it out as frisbee? It, where did they write it out in the credits? It, it must have been when it, they referenced the book. When they referenced the book, because that's the name of it. But okay. her name is Mrs. Brisby with a B. I thought I had just gone through years and basically my entire life imagining that they said Brisby. Ooh, ooh, just like um, the Baron Steinbearers, but all through childhood, those books, the Baron Steen Bears, Bears yeah. but it's actually Baron Stein. We've been saying it wrong the entire time. It's all right. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into the movie yet. <laughs> the book, the journal in that Nicodemus is doing, Ruined it, it talks about a Brisby. Uh, a mouse that he, has passed away, and that he, he, was, he did he did it for the rats. He was a good guy. He was a good awesome. guy. Yep. Whatever he says, he just and kind of introduces you to characters and a slight bit of background, which gets you into a little bit. what's happening, sort of. And I can't remember, but does he use his magic viewing glass yeah. just to, to spy on her right now? Uh, and that's how we transition to we transition to her through it. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, we'll get to that. I'm pretty then. sure that's how it was. We'll get to, we'll get to you, Nicodemus. So when it it switches over to Mrs. Brisby, you find out she has a sick son, mm -hmm. and she is traveling to another mouse called Mister Ages, who lives in a what? Is I that thought it was like a, a Bay Hiller, Hay Bay Hay Bayler, Bay Dale Bay Hoy. Broken down in the field, it's basically left there to rot. Anyone lives out in the country, we're very familiar with vehicles that yep. just get. If, if it, it breaks down, just leave it. You kind of get introduced to this guy. He seems like he's a mad scientist mouse kind of thing. He's kind of put offy, but he helps out Mrs. Brisby by making a little powder for her to give to her son because her son has pneumonia, pneumonia and says he's got to stay in bed for three weeks and take this uh, broth. Yep, and he can't, and this is really important, he can't go outside because the cold air 
will kill him. Yes. So she gets the the stuff and she's like, okay, I'm going to go home. I'm going to give this to my son right away. And then a dumbass bird gets <gasps> Wait, in the way. It's Dom DeLuise as Jeremy the Crow. <laughs> Love Dom DeLuise. He is a fun character in the movie. He's a fun character. Very obviously the comic relief of it. Yes. And, and has no forwarding mechanisms correct. of the plot whatsoever. He does not help the plot at all. But he is there and he's tangled up in, in string. And, and it's, it's Dom DeLuise. It's Dom DeLuise being charming and he, I, I love Dom. So he comes in, you get introduced to him. He likes string because he's tied up in string. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's clumsy, but he wants to find the lady crow. Yeah. That, that's his objective. He's, but he And he's asking Mrs. Brisby... You were a lady once. Can you help me out? <laughs> what an ass. Yep. Like, I know you're married now, so that means you're off the market. Who cares? You've already, you're already you not a woman anymore. Apparently. I kind of took it to mean you're old. And it's, like, obvious. You look at her. She's not an old mouse because she just came from Mr. Ages, who is obviously an old mouse. So, anyway, I'm, I'm not going to argue about how attractive Miss Brisby is. Well, I might, but, well, that's a different podcast. <laughs> So during their conversation, they also introduce you to Dragon the Cat because he's making so much noise, he's going to attract Dragon over and then they'll be sorry. Dragon is also what killed... Mr. Brisby. Mr. Brisby, yep. which... Uh, uh, Jonathan Brisby. Jonathan they, that, Brisby. They always call him Jonathan Brisby. They never That's call right. him Mr. I knew it was a J name. Another J, J names in this movie. So they're all worried about that and then, oh, they freak out, but no, it's just a bunny. But nope, Dragon is right behind the bunny and... Because Jeremy says, hey, oh, I, if there's a cat around i would have been start sneezing like crazy and they yeah. start sneezing like crazy yeah. so it's it's supposed to be farm cat basically yes this thing looks like no cat i've ever seen before it is huge it's the size of a puma holy shit it's all it just doesn't look drawn to be like a house cat or a, even a feral cat it's, it's you know its name is dragon that it's, it's still a, a dragon it's, it's a mythical creature that's a sure. monster yeah because it's eye it has one terrible eye and then it's other one good eye is huge it's barely cat eye yeah. Well, I mean, the movie is portraying this animal not from a human's perspective. It's from the animals we... who are going to be murdered by it. Perspective. Yeah, that's true. But it's... I didn't like the design of it. But I understand what you're saying. Yes, it's evil. Yeah. Yep, Which I understand. Is I don't know exactly if that's the case. I no, just think it's... that cat is evil. Don Booth hates cats and loves mice. He does. His first directing that he did was with The Rescuers, Mice. Okay. Yep. yep. Then he did this movie, Mice. What's another Don Bluth movie? American An American tale. tale. There we go. And there are no cats in America, and the streets yeah. are filled with cheese. Exactly. Don Bluth has themes. All right, so Dragon busts up their good time, and they escape into the mill. Yep. Jeremy acts like he's all big and bad. And... Yep, he's pretty cocky. He's going on and on. like it's, she's, uh, she's crying because she they barely escape with her li- their lives, and she lost the medicine. Now she's crying. This was... Really touching and sad. He comes in and says, oh, don't worry. I'm safe. And she's, yeah. no, I'm sad because I lost the medicine. Oh, this medicine I found here? Oh, okay. You did something nice. Now yeah. you guys are buddies. Cut back to the Brisby home and you get introduced to the annoying aunt. Aunt Shrew. Shrew. Yeah, she comes in. The three kids are, are there and they're annoying. And Timmy is uh, asleep in the bed, the one that's sick. Mm-hmm. And then Aunt Shrew comes in asking where Mrs. Brisby is. And she is just going on and on. Like, where? I can't believe she left you. And mm-hmm. she's just... They make her out to be a straight up bitch. Her main purpose of being there is to announce that moving. Day that's is right. Close. That's what I was. That's what I was trying to remember. She, the frost is the gone, frost is gone, and uh, they're going to start tilling the field. So yep. they got to move. Yeah. So she's been around, and so she knows to keep a lookout for when the farmer is going to get the tractor ready to. And so they live out in the field. All the other animals are in the field right now. So she'll give them warning. So she gave them a whole day warning of it's chance that tractor is going to start up yeah. soon. So you might want to move your family, and she can't because she's got three weeks that. 
Timmy can't move for some reason mm-hmm. or be bundled up. So you kind of get introduced to all the uh, personalities of her children. Sure. And eh, the youngest one's kind of cute. The boy is annoying and the girl is just there. There, you know. I paid no attention to them at all. They're okay. I mean, they only have like three moments in the film. Yep. So it, it, they're inconsequential to the overall fact of the movie. And then Miss Brisby starts cooking up her brew for her son. Mm-hmm. And takes it in to Timmy, and then cue the song song that's unnecessary. Yeah, it reminded me of other songs, but it was very generic lullaby song, in my yeah. opinion. That that one didn't didn't really work it for me. Added, to me, it added four minutes to the film that were unnecessary. Uh, I always remember watching this, and when she's feeding him, she just, the angle that they decided to animate uh, Mrs. Brisby at was not mm. flattering in the least. It, it was like... I didn't uh, notice. Like, <laughs> I, I, it's always something that's kind of, that I've seen and been like, oh, that's that or she's just slack-jawed and can't shut her mouth at any point in time. I don't know. It, I, it's, I did not notice. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't really matter, uh-huh. but it, it just was something that over the years of watching this, I've always been like, there's that. Anyway, so then we zoom out from yep. their cinder it's block nighttime. home mm-hmm. and uh, you see the, the scale of where they are in the field, where the farmhouse yes. is, and then time passes to the morning. No. Oh, Something wait. very important happens in the night. Oh, we, that's we, right. We, yep, we, yep, we yep. go to the, the farmhouse and upstairs the window opens on the second floor. We see a couple of mice stealing electrical Not cables. mice. Rats. I'm sorry. Rats. This is important. Rats. And they go into a, a rose bush, and then there's sparkly different colored lights. Yep. They're, they're electric. They're doing... But this is also important. We hear the farmer's wife mm-hmm. talking to her husband, saying, A man came by from the <clears throat> National Institute of Mental Health, and he was asking us, Have your rats been acting weird? <laughs> we just found out what the secret of NIM is. It's a national... National Institute of Mental Health. And, of course, they're going to come to your house and ask you about rats. Yeah. How, You're crazy. How odd. <laughs> and, the, and the husband just dismisses it. He's not really not paying attention yeah. to her. And that's when we see the lights in the, mm. the bush. Like, those my, those rats, excuse me, are There's up to something. There's kind of an something. expectation that you ha- have an awareness of yeah. a previous storyline here. I, that's my feeling on it. Even that's though exactly that later what I cover. But then, yes, now it's morning. Yeah, and in the morning, Brisby gets up early, and because you can hear her. The tractor is starting up. Stop pumping the clutch. <laughs> no, he didn't. He, he has the uh, choke. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got to work the choke. That's what it was. Because uh, uh, it's old catalytic converter and whatnots. It's not fuel injected with Hemis with and dual, cams. dual overhead cams. <laughs> Either way, Old yes. fashioned. You know it's the tractor. And then it starts up and all the animals freak out. Uh, Auntie Shrew goes running through She's the freaking out. Place. She's yelling. And what I noted is, yeah, all these different animals, bunnies, other mice, tons of different types of animals yeah. that are living in this field. They all had, uh, I guess I'll call them Disney eyes. Yeah, yeah. That's just like, just like the other characters we've been introduced. But they're not wearing clothing. Uh, like Mrs. Brisby has a cape, basically. Mm-hmm. Everybody's everybody of the main characters, I guess, have clothing. No one else does, but they have Disney eyes. I'll make my point when we get to further. In the movie. I'm assuming that it's because those characters have been at least interacting with the ultra smart animals who came from Nim, because those are the ones that are actually wearing Don't, clothes and have intelligence. You're ruining the secret of Nim. You're ruining the secret. We haven't gotten to the secret yet. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> 
So anyway, you notice that, yeah, all the animals help each other out to know that it's moving day. And during this, you know, once again, it gets reiterated, Timmy can't move. So Miss Brisby says she is going to go stop the trailer, yep. which is the one item that looks totally different from all the other animation the styles. The tractor, yeah, looks and really different. to me, it's like, one, it looks really cool mm-hmm. and very lifelike. But it also, they gave it this weird black shadowy and red black. and shadowy and scary kind the, of thing. It's like, the, the farmer's driving it, but you can't see his face. You did earlier, but now he is just a shadow yeah. man. And he, when you see him as a human yeah, from guy. a third person's person, yeah, he's got a bushy mm-hmm. mustache and he's That's yawning, fine. he's tired, you know, yeah. he's just a regular guy. Regular farmer. But here, he's a monster. Yes, and that's part what, of a that's, giant monster so coming to murder. I guess you can see that as it's, you're seeing that as a viewpoint from yeah. all the animals in there that this is just a monster coming. So then Risby jumps up on it and mm-hmm. gets Jump up on, on it. it. Get, get flowing. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. I'm not going to pretend to try to do any of that. But we both have the same idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then she gets on it, but basically <laughs> has a panic attack. Yeah, well, and she says she's afraid of heights, heights, so she's a little bit that's higher. That's not the height. That stone no. she was up on earlier it was, was higher, higher up, yeah. but this is on. She's on the monster's back. Yeah, it's vibrating. She's scared. She holds on. And so Auntie Shrew also chases up on it, and she's the one who saves the day. So she she knows how this monster works, and first she pulls out spark plug wires, and then she pulls out the fuel line. Yeah. And that's why I hated her, like I've seen it again, I hated her introduction. The story made you hate her mm-hmm. as being so shrill and annoying. And here she is. She's a capable kick-ass. She's pretty badass. She's awesome. She didn't hesitate. She knew exactly what to do. But she wasn't part of the experiments. How does she know how to do these things? Well, Miss Brisby was also not part of the experiments, yeah. but she knows how to read. Mm, but, okay... Okay, I have I, I have I have questions afterwards. So then, after uh, they stop the monster monster truck, monster truck monster tractor. Tr- <laughs> Woo! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Auntie Shrew helps Miss Brisby down, mm-hmm. and there is a very short scene of Auntie Shrew grief shaming. Yes, Mrs. Brisby. Yep. Miss Brisby talks about if only Jonathan were here, he oh, would know what to do. Geez. Basically, she goes down a tunnel of. She's missing her husband, who just died. Yep. Very recently. Yeah, whole, yeah this recently. This whole movie takes place over a very short period very, of time. yes. What does Auntie Shrew say? Something like, well, get over it. Yep. That's it. And, and it's okay. like, yeah. wow, holy crap. She and then basically back to, yeah. took away Mrs. Brisby's right to have grief over her husband passing recently. Yeah, I guess I missed that. So she went from jerk to hero, back, back to, to jerk. Back to her default setting of being a jerk. And then we get introduced to go see the great owl. Yeah, they temporarily stop the tractor, but they need to move the entire house. The great owl know what to do and how to move your entire house with Timothy inside this warm, safe place. Yes. Go find the great owl. So and this is true because owls represent oh, wisdom. That's that's the, I, I that's even my only guess because no one seems to know why other than owls are wise. These are okay. Yeah, it's a kids movie. Yeah, okay. yeah, and I mean, is it a kids movie though? Wait, well, uh, like I I said, quite, after it, afterwards, we'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> 
you see that the magic rat, Nicodemus, since you ruined it, has been watching the entire watching time. All this and makes his little, you know, he's riffing on Frisbee's life. Paying attention. He's like, that's a good idea. Mm. Go see that owl. <laughs> so, yeah, Mrs. Frisbee help, gets help from Jeremy the crow, and they mm-hmm. go flying into the woods, and they both go into the great owl's, la- owl's lair, and it's cobwebs everywhere there's bones of other creatures and they're warning before this they warned her don't go there because owls eat mice this is dangerous but she has Mm -hmm. to find out how to save timmy and move the house jeremy gets blown out of there because no jeremy just doesn't even go in he went in yeah yeah, knee knocking and everything and then a spider almost kills mrs brisby but this big claw comes out was like three times as big huge spiders freaking australian spider (laughs) they might they're in the midwest right because I would assume. That's what it seemed like, the farm like place. Like Indiana so. or something like that. We'll say that. it's Indiana. We'll say it's Pawnee, Indiana. And then you get the creepy great owl, which, very well done. That whole, the whole segment is to get the idea of she's scared. Yes. And to put you in a mode that's equally as frightening. You know, I think that does a pretty good job, the well, way they did it. Well, don't get me wrong. I love the animation of it and the style and what the emotions they're, they're trying to make you have. And it, it does, very effective. Uh, Don Booth is very effective at that, of yeah. his motions and movement of uh, characters and the backgrounds and everything together is amazing, yes. And she is just terrified of this thing, but still has that nervous courage of, please mm-hmm. help me. And I think she says basically the owl, last name. He, he know, The owl knows Jonathan. The owl is Jonathan. very like, whatever. Everybody whatever. knows just, Jonathan. Just move your family. Just move your family. And then uh, she says her name, and he recognizes her. Brisby. That's what it was. And says Mrs. Mrs. Jonathan Brisby. Everybody loves Jonathan Brisby. <laughs> Just love Jonathan Brisby. And then he tells her to go seek out the rats. The rats can do it. The the great owl is useless in this story. Yeah. It, it, there's Comple- no point comple- to it. No point. You could have written this a different way. The main objective, it's been already about half an hour into the movie. We haven't even gotten to the rats yet. Yeah. Where there is the most important part of this story. But right now... We haven't gotten to the rats. They ha- all we saw was, was them stealing an electrical cord, and they're mm-hmm. doing something. That's all we know. They haven't interacted with Mrs. Brisby at all or no. anyone else, and that's what what really bothered me of seeing it as an adult and not not having that nostalgia at all. I'm seeing it straight as a story. There's so many different ways you could have had her get to the rats, and they both know where the rats are. Yeah, and, and yeah, the great Allah says, "Find the rats." Oh, you mean over by the. The rose bush, rose bush yeah, yeah, you know, but just anyway, didn't really care for that. But it's so, a so we go over to now it's daytime. So they go. She goes to the rose bush, and uh, Jeremy is trying to ninja his way over to help <laughs> out, and he's just being silly. Yeah, a little bit of comedy, and it was fine. So Brisby tells her, tells Jeremy that, oh, I need some strong man to go take care of my kids while I'm doing this dangerous thing yeah, go, by going yep. in by the rats. Go over and, and, and keep my kids safe. But it's, it's more that she's just getting, getting him, because he is making so much noise. Uh, Dragging the cat is sleeping near yeah. really close nearby. I mean, it's daytime, but she does make it into the rose bush. Mm-hmm. When she gets in there, it's... Enormous. It goes down further and further and further, and it is gorgeous. It looks awesome yeah. in there. There's electrical sparks going over. There's mm. so many. That's one thing. There's so many different colors in this movie. Yeah. 
uh, like different, so many different shades of every color than the Rat Guard. Rat Guard, uh, Brutus, I believe. They name him Brutus. Yep, his name is Brutus, but Brutus he doesn't has talk. No eyes, apparently. In this, he's yeah. So she, yeah, she, yeah he's the evil guard, guard most, uh, Rat Guard, yeah. that has a lightning laser. No, just a, a lightning lightning spear. It's a pretty scary, involved attack. Like he's oh, yeah. he's trying to uh, Brutus is trying to kill Mrs. Brisby, but then. Uh, in the end, it's just like, whatever, okay, I think I frightened her enough. She's, yeah, really? That's Well, because he could have kept following her, but I he suppose. didn't. So he's just like, whatever. But then, yeah, they go further down and she meets up with Mr. Mr. Ages. Ages. And he's got a broken leg and a cast yep. now. Then they're walking and then you see this other evil rat sneak up behind them. But it's yep. not an evil rat. Oh, it's, I gotcha. It's, it's Justin, another Justin. J name. But Justin, the captain of the most, I keep saying mice, rat guard. Yep. And he is charming. He makes little eyes. That I, and that's the funny thing, because all of a sudden I'm like, Mrs. oh, I Brisby. guess he's good looking because he's I, a... I noticed that Miss Brisby gave him yep. the whole, like, ooh, he's cute. He is a look. cute rat. He is charming. He's tall and he just jokes around, but he's confident. And I've been alone for maybe two days because we don't know how long she's been a widow. She's moving on. <laughs> Jonathan, who? Justin, yeah, that oh, sounds good. Yeah. She started writing it in her high school notebook with hearts and <laughs> wait. Well, yes, and then they decide to bring her into their political gathering, which we go okay. Yeah, they go and further they down. Introduce you to Jenner, which mm-hmm. is their bad guy. He's evil bad guy. So yeah, we go further down and you see more. Yeah, they've set up this weird castle community. This didn't make sense to me because it's somewhat modern times, right? But they decided these rats decided to make a civilization based off of monarchy because kind of their the style of their dress is very I think it's more like and British, British political. That's, that's how what, I okay, read maybe it that's as. what it seemed like. So cuz it kind of played as like the House of Commons. Okay. That, yeah, I suppose so. That's kind of how it played out to me at least. I suppose. It was just Something I noticed. That's kind of strange, but... There's no direct reason to believe that they have a... They just have, like, okay, this old rat is our leader. That's yes, it. That's their that, political that's system. It, yeah. And then the rest of it is a pseudo-democracy, which you kind of see. Kind of, yeah, because you're right. Yeah, Jenner is there. He's the evil rat. And he's trying to tell all the other rats that we shouldn't be leaving. It's fine that we're stealing the electricity from the farmer, yeah. It, it's foolish for us to want to leave yeah. this area. And before this, you kind of get the talk of, oh yes, they don't want to be that's stealing right. anymore because that's what rats who are full rats, that's what they yep. did in their past, and they don't want to do that anymore. They want to be intelligent creatures indip- yeah, that do they, it on their own. They've evolved so much that now they no longer feel, yeah, that's necessary. Stealing's bad and good, yeah. and we're going to be on our own, and we don't want to be found out by the humans. Yes. And even Jenner, I think, says we should attack the humans. At yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Take it to them before they take it to us. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh. And then when Justin comes in, he makes a fool out of Jenner. He just la- makes everyone laugh at him, like, oh, it's just Jenner being how he is. Yeah. Hey, I'm Justin. Uh. Yeah, but then Jenner goes into the shadows, and he has his one follower, kind of. Yeah. I don't know who he... I don't know. didn't get his name. I didn't get his name either. I just Whatever. called him the turncoat. Sure. The reason he goes into the corner to talk to his, his buddy is because Mr. Ages and... Oh, boy. Jeremy? Justin. <laughs> Justin both state that they should help Miss Brisby get her home out of the way of the plow and put it... In the lee of the stone. Yes. Well, actually, they didn't say that, but they put but, it somewhere safe. Then Jenner wants to use this as a means to 
off their leader mm-hmm. so that he can take control. Yep. And that's his idea, his plan. They all agree on it, and then, yep, we're gonna do it. Okay, let's yep. help move her home later tonight. Yep, it's happening. Oh, okay, it's happening quickly. But then uh, Mrs. Brisby goes to talk to Nicodemus. Nicodemus, yes. And she opens the door, and just magic energy is flowing out of this door. It's <laughs> like from the movie Poltergeist. <laughs> this white light just shooting out. <laughs> She would have had her face in the way. All her Melt. skin would have got torn face off, and she just would have had like a skull. Like looking in the Ark of Covenant. She's not a Nazi, so she's fine. It just was kind of a little bit over the top, is what we're getting at. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> and this is where we get into nonsense town. I mean, we get to see Nicodemus. Yes. And he is a wizard. He's an old rat that we saw in the beginning. He has yep. glowing eyes, just like the great owl. He talks like this, and he says, go read that book. And she goes and reads this book that he was writing from the beginning. And she, that, this is how she learns how her husband died. Basically, they want to move. And so they needed to drug Dragon the cat. Yes. But Jonathan failed and died that way. Her response is very sad. I, I noticed she's... I never, I never knew. I never knew what happened. Then we get the backstory of Nicodemus showing in his Ugh. crystal mirror thing that looks like it's powered by electricity and magic or something. Combo. Combination. Yeah. And we get their backstory of how the rats got to be so smart. So what we see is he says, we were ordinary rats in the city. And then we were captured by humans to be put made into experiments. Yeah. And then we see this terrible scene of, of monkeys and sad, and sad dogs and oh, hate it. And, and you know what they're doing. They don't even have to show you. No, you know exactly what they're doing to these animals. They're experimenting on them. Mm-hmm. And then they all get injected. But before that, the animation shows them when they say that they're regular rats. Mm-hmm. They don't have Disney eyes. They're regular beady black oh, yeah. eyes. Okay. So this is raising questions. Does that mean then that... They weren't smart, or I, I I can understand. Let's just say when when animals talk to each other, but we see it in English, of course. But yes. are they squeaking? And <laughs> I don't try to get my point. My point is, were when they were just regular rats, were they intelligent enough to be able to talk to each other? I would say basic communications of sure, but, squeak squeak. I know what squeak. But squeak the means. but basics. But then when we go to even uh, Auntie Shrew and the, the all the other animals, they had Disney eyes, so that show that they have some sort of intelligence. Even Mrs. Brisby, who was yes. not part of the experiment, right. is smart too. And I'm, and the crow I'm going well. The crow, I I can't <laughs> account for that at all because he. As far as we know, just crashed into the parade then. But. I, I think what happened was, it, it just annoyed me. All they had to do was just give the rats regular Disney eyes sure. here. But they wanted to show them that they were dumb and yes. and just, I get it. But it just bothered me that, no, that's not how you're supposed to do this. Anyway, <laughs> it just bugged me. And the other thing that bugged me is you have scientists that are capturing rats from the streets that mm-hmm. have diseases and have lice and all these things. No, you get them from ratteries. You get them specifically bred that they're clean, so they won't mess with any of your yeah. science. Well, at, uh, at that time period, was it that way? Because that looked I'd like that so. was... The fi- it, it, it that didn't like look like... It 50s looked, and 60s It looked earlier time. than that to me. I don't know. Have you ever tried catching a rat? There were like three guys I, in the alley. They're yeah, just trying to catch... it didn't look like it was an easy time. Anyway, I understand what manipulation that Don Booth is trying to do. Yeah. Humans are evil and terrible. And then... 
after teaching you that, mm-hmm. put you through a drug trip. Jeez, I know. Then all the rats. <laughs> and then oh, Nicodemus wow. is talking about this. And he says, 20 rats and 12 mice yeah. get injected with something. something like that, yeah. And then, yeah, it's just, as a kid, I can't imagine seeing that. And I saw that, and that's what I was thinking, because I was like, whoa, this is nightmare fuel Yes, for it is kid. nightmare fuel. But then I remembered, I watched this a ton when I was a kid. Sure. And it wasn't nightmare fuel, so... Hmm. I could see that really affected me greatly as a kid, seeing these sad animals and then being tortured and then being injected in the tummies. And then with having g- giant needles, And they're transforming, they're, they're in pain. Yeah, and like then the like writhing the, and, and falling into the DNA. You see, yeah, the drug trip. Going through mm-hmm. it. And then they become ex-rats and they have superpowers. And in this case, oh. uh, I can say that, yes, the rats do speak English and can read English because they That's true. say it, that they he could... Something, magically read. Some, something happened to us, and now we could read what the door said and lift lich, yeah. uh, lift the door uh, handle to get out. And then they escape. And they said something like half of the mice or something like that. Well, they're in the air, air shaft. They go in the air shaft to escape. And it must and, have turned on and blew away all but two of the mice. Oh, that's right. Which... As a kid, it was like, oh, that's too bad. And yeah. they even say it, that they blew away to their death. They died. Yeah, it said they, they died. They say that they died. Yep. And as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's bad. And yeah. I watch it now, and I'm technically yeah. almost horrified yeah. by this. because you're seeing these mice, and now they have Disney eyes. They're, it oh! matters more to me now than when I was mm-hmm. a kid. Yeah, all the, ra- most, all the rats survive, and the two mice were um, Mr. Ages and Jonathan Brisby. Yeah. And the reason why the rats love him so much, everybody loves him, is he figured out how to get the grate off, the, the cover off, to completely escape. And this was four or five years ago. He come out of it, and then now Nicodemus says he couldn't tell you about this because she had no idea of this. what happened. That, yeah. that her husband never told her this. Mm-hmm. And this is the bullshit line of Nicodemus says, he couldn't tell you because the, what they did to us not only made us smart, but it slowed our aging process. And your husband didn't tell you this? At some point, he's going to still be young and you're dying. She would have figured it out. What the hell? Well, not only that. I mean, that's the easier to digest part. The second part of his statement was that, because if he would tell you, then other people would find out. And then the humans would go, why are the Maui's talking to the humans? And then that was another part of it, too, is, yeah, we can't, you have to keep this thing a whole, a big secret. That's why we're hiding. It doesn't make sense. And another thing that I didn't realize until the second viewing was Nicodemus says go over there and read the book the, that I've been writing and she says I know how to read a little bit Jonathan told taught me yeah. the kids know how to read better because the kids have part of Jonathan yeah. in them so they are smarter uh, smarter and then after that whole discussion we got opens up the yeah, shows her the amulet he calls it the I believe he called it the courage of the heart. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. And and then on scrolled on the back is the nothing phrase of you can unlock any door if only you have the key. Thanks, Great. Don Bluth. Good that, writing there. But it's just one of those things. As a kid, it, it I didn't care. And as a kid, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't as matter. As an adult, it's, I just was like, yep. eh. As a kid, it's a magical item that she gets, and she's very happy to have it, and she will use it later because it's something of importance, and she has it now. Yeah, and Nicodemus to the side, and yes. other points has said he's got to keep it away from Jenner. Yep. Jenner finds yep. it to be bad. Yep. Nicodemus uses telekinesis and gets a staff, and they start walking out because now it's moving. They have yeah, to move. They gotta, they gotta Gotta get, get moving now and get it moving. It's yeah, like, why oh, we take all this time to holy cow talk is, about? If only government were this efficient <laughs> everywhere. And another thing is, all right, Nicodemus has been watching her struggle, knowing that Timothy yeah. is sick. 
why didn't he just go and help her? If I mean, Jonathan was such a good guy and helped them all, helped them all out. They would have been dead if it had not been for Jonathan. How about a repayment of? Oh, your your son is sick. I'll send Mister Ages over there and give you medicine right away. You know what? How about we help move your house for you immediately? Yeah, I'm getting a little bit too hard on this movie, but I just saw, <laughs> just started to see those glaring plot holes. Well, yeah. So they start going through the uh, canals underneath the ground that lead back sure. out to something the mill. like that. She wants to get out to go see her kids, so mm-hmm. they pull off to the side. She gets off. She looks like she's going to hesitate. Starts running away. Hesitates again. Comes back and says, "You know what? I I can uh, give Dragon that sleepy juice." Yeah, we need we need yeah need you to do Ages it. Mr. Ages failed when he attempted, that, and that's to do how it. he broke his leg. Yeah. That's right. Justin and Mrs. Brigsby, Mrs. <laughs> Brisby, Brisby. Yes, <laughs> these names. Yeah, she's going to. She takes off her cloak. So now she she gets seen by humans. She not wearing clothing, uh-huh. so she's naked now yeah. and needs to put the poison or knockout juice yeah. powder Sleepy into. Powder. Into dragon's food, and she tries, and they gets captured by the their kid, kid that that we never saw before. Yeah, and now there's a kid yeah. that captures them and says, "I'm going to keep you as a pet," and puts her in a bird bird cage. cage high up. And what does Justin do? Eh, I'll go get her I'll later. Come back for you. Later. I'll come back for you later. Eh, whatever. He 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 has he has lots of different mice he's been working on so like she, she, she he'll get back to this one i did like though that you better take off that cape it might get caught on something i'm like yeah it comes back it does come comes back. back around pixar remembered yep we have, we skipped over jeremy the crow because yep. it's a nothing scene nothing scene just establishes that the amulet is his precious and he wants to steal it from her because it's oh i meant i meant that he was supposed to be guarding the kids but they tire uh, oh yeah, aunt, yeah, aunt yeah, that's, yeah. Sure ties him up, and then his scenes. That's it. Again, it's just don't matter. It's trying to be comical, but that one, that scene did not work at all. Really, that scene only accomplished was tell me that Auntie Shrew was racist because she talked, <laughs> oh, described how the rats were in the most oh wow demeaning ways possible. I'm remembering now. Yeah. You're right. That's really all I got out of that scene. Oh, she's such a mean person. So in the meantime, while uh, Mrs. Brisby's in her birdcage, the rats have just decided to move the house on their own and not tell anyone. So Auntie Shrew and all the kids are like, oh my God, what's going on? The whole house is shaking. You see Jenner going, oh yes, when it comes close, cut the rope. And then the, his buddy's like, oh, I don't know about that. That yeah, doesn't he's second, seem right. Yeah. He starts to get, you know, uh, morals sink into him. Yep, yep. And then we cut back and forth between that and um, Mrs. Brisby yep. and her you know, trying to escape. And that's when she cuts herself, and that's the first yep. blood of yeah, the Yeah, and I thought that was a pretty interesting decision. But it was, yeah, effective. It, it's danger, and yeah, it, it's happening pretty fast as, as it cuts back and forth. We haven't had anything in the movie yet outright show yes. that... Anything could die until yep, that and moment. So okay, now it's yeah, stepping up. Even stakes more, more. are stakes, now stakes. higher for all the creatures because mm-hmm. the lead character just bled. Yeah, and so now she's panicking more and hits the uh, water dish and is going through that to get on the other side of the, the yep. cage. And then cuts back to them with their pulleys and pulley ropes. system. They're getting yeah, it's a high up above, and Jenner is waiting to cut the ropes right at so to make it fall on Nicodemus yeah. basically. Oh yeah, as it hovers over him, they they cut him. His buddy chickens out, so then he I think he just pushes him out of the way. At this yeah, and point. then just and, and then Jenner cuts the rest of it, and then the it falls it. down yeah. kind of on Nicodemus. You see him fall. Yeah, you don't see it directly. He falls backwards, but then yeah. everything the pulleys and Roll, everything else all fall crash. on top of, on top of him, and did, he didn't use his telekinesis there. 
No, he uses X X rat powers that he got. We'll cut back to Miss Brisby, who has she's yarn got an or something that she gets down from. Uh, the... There was a there was a sock or something in the cage okay. that she unraveled to use and as a bungee jump. Gets down, falls into dragon. Dragon opens an eye. It looks ugly, and mm-hmm. but Mom's. he's too tired. Yep, he had he had he his ate. smog eye, and then she runs away, grabs her amulet, grabs her cape. Heads back to the rats to warn them because when she was in the cage, she she overheard the next Mm -hmm. phone call from Nim saying that, hey, can we come and exterminate these rats for you? And they're They're in the rose bush. We're going to take, you're going to bulldoze the whole thing down. Farmer is just, yeah, sure, whatever, okay. I don't like, okay, that makes sense. And so when she gets back to the place where her house is, everything's a shambles. They found out that Nicodemus is dead. Jenner's giving a speech about how they all need to go back to the rose bush and just hunker down and think about things for a while, basically to push his plot forward of just staying and living off of the humans until, I guess, they murder them in their sleep. Basically, yeah. that was I guess that would be his ultimate plan. Miss Brisby says, you have to leave tonight because they're coming the to humans bulldoze. are going to come and they're going to kill you in the morning. Yeah, I just listened to this. This is new information I just found out. And then Jenner pulls the ye old yeah. women are frantic and crazy. You yeah, can't trust right, a guys? because... She's hysterical, and then I think he, I think he just smack, starts smacking her on. But then, yeah, he, he and it throws her down. Yeah, and that's what like pulls a sword out on her. I mm-hmm. think too. And Justin to the rescue. Yep, and Justin. Then Justin comes in to save his yeah. mouse future future la- special lady friend. <laughs> and uh, then they start having their sword fight, which was referenced in the trailer. Good sword fight. I like that, that whole re- animation sequence is pretty well really done. good animation and it's uh, dangerous because it's getting cut yeah sliced a little bit here and there a little bit of blood and because Justin bleeds yep. the the buddy to Jenner gets stabbed by Jenner because yep. he tossed the sword he tossed, to he tossed the sword to Justin, Justin. Yeah, that's so right. So then Jenner stabs him for that, and he's obviously dying. He's dying, yep. There's cliffs are up yeah, all there's... over, around, and then Jenner's going to do the final blow on Justin, but then the guy who got stabbed, uh, Jenner's, I guess, cohort, Benedict, yeah. throws a dagger in his, into his back, killing Jenner. Jenner. Really, really good stuff there. Yeah, and then everything is quiet, because everyone's like, holy crap, that just happened. What, yeah. What the hell was that? Yep. That yep. was All insane. the other rats were watching this going on, and <laughs> Nicodemus uh, is Died. This is going on. Who who do we believe? And everyone's just scared and mm-hmm. not knowing what the hell just happened. And Miss Brisby is, oh, good, my kids are safe. I can hear yes. them through the cinder block. They're wall. fine. And then it starts sinking into the mud. Sinking into the mud. Then you start getting this frantic scene of the rats trying to save it and the kids inside trying to not drown. And it's this panicky. It's very good panicky. They're trying to put rope around it to pull it up with the pulley, but it's breaking. But it's going down really fast. They go under. Yep, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Brisby is trying completely under the mud. Completely under, she goes in and Justin. She goes down with it. But Justin had tied a rope around and grabbed her and saved her life and pulled her out. Like at least he did that. Yeah, her amulet is off now. Yes, and it's purposely seen front of frame sink by itself. I would say Miss Brisby has a breakdown moment. Very effective breakdown of terror. Yeah, uh, her children are yeah. dying or, Not or only dead. Did her husband died yes. a few days ago, but mm. now all her children just died. Yep. Magic. 
It's very cool. She grab, picks up the amulet. It starts to burn her hands, but oh, yeah. she doesn't care. She knows that she can use the power of this amulet to basically levitate the the, the brick back out of the the mud and save her children, which she mm-hmm. does in this really awesomely animated, glowing red and yellow light yeah. awesomeness. She's obviously outside of her own body during this yep. supernatural-esque mm-hmm. kind of moment. The rays shooting out of her back. It, you know, it's, you know, for Looks all the awesome. things happening to the rats, <laughs> that's just the icing of the cake of we need to get the hell out of here and go to Thorn Valley like we talked about. Yeah, all these different things that happened to them. I mean, Nicodemus never did anything awesome like this, I assume. But kids are safe. And then what looks like to be... Oh, it's summertime now. Nope, it's just tomorrow. Yep, it's the next day. They're all outside. You see Timmy's already better. He's out of bed and complaining that he can't go outside. Joe, magic. Wait, no, why you sign? I'm the one who should be signing. This is your childhood movie. You should love this thing. I do. This is just one day. Why does it look like there's been like two months gone by? And that's what it it felt like. Because right now we see Mrs. Brigsby is getting her hands bandaged up, yeah. bandaged up because they were burnt from the amulet. Yep. Really, Jeremy flies in with yeah. string that she asked him to go get for I her. Guess. I don't know. And their female, and their female equivalent crashes into him, and they're exactly the same thing. And then they have and fits, and, yep. he, and then they fly off. Oh yeah, they're holding the string, string, and it kind of makes the heart ish. Yeah. And it has another song that I really don't care for. Yeah, the re- the other music that's throughout the movie is very good. But it's the the singing Songs with the singing, yeah. Didn't Ugh, it, and that did not. I, I I guess I can't I can't say it didn't hold up, but it, that style from the early eighties, seventies and eighties. Yes, of, it doesn't of, play no. anymore. No, and not I'm anymore. sure modern music in animation today, sure. when they sing it, is not going to hold up twenty yeah. years from now either. It, it all depends, but these at least didn't. To be mm-hmm. honest, I skipped the first song. I know that nothing happens during the sequence, yep. and I just, yep, just wanted skip, to save a skip few past minutes. It. You did it probably as a kid, so you probably did it again. I thought what was nice, though, is that they show the storyboards I at the end, because the that end art, credit very, art... Oh my that God. art is gorgeous. I didn't want to stop watching it, mm-hmm. but I, I was like, okay, I, I, watched, gotta, I have things I need to do. <laughs> I, I watched Holy crap, these are really good frames of drawing. Mm -hmm. I love that. So I guess that's... That's the secret of Nim. Joe, does it still hold up for you? I think the problem with the movie is the introduction of magic. That's my problem. I think the magic is the worst part of the movie. It's never explained. Not at all. And no one talks about it. Not at all. And there's no reason for it. There is a reason for it. It's because Don Bluth wanted magic in his movie. I had to look this up, and he said, I wanted the ending to be exciting. I didn't want just the rats to have pulleys to pull them out of the mud. I wanted a magical element to it. I would want the story. Yes. And in the long run. That's what I'm questioning. Is this a kid's movie, an adult movie? Because there's adult themes of not just of being with your family and heart, but also of what is technically right. As in, okay, so the knowing your place in the world. So the rats get more intelligent. They no longer want to steal. They're morally obligated to be better than humans or be better than the, what they were. Yes. That's very deep. I don't mm-hmm. think as a kid, you, did no. you get any of that? No. So that's what I mean, though, is if this is an adult movie and you're interested in magic just because you want to have magic, I don't know. From a child perspective. Sure. 
I get it. It adds that that mm-hmm. magic, that that something that's fantastical, that you can draw these crazy things that look cool. I, I like. I have nothing wrong with magic, but they, like you said, they don't explain it. That's a trope of Don Bluth that I'm I'm starting to see in his stuff now as an adult. It's a cheap way of writing for me. I did not like this movie. Because the story bothered me that much because of the introduction of magic. It didn't hit the theme that it wanted to for an adult hard enough. Besides the animation, everything's gorgeous and pretty. And I love the the characters are great. The main characters are amazing. And having a female lead was awesome. That was really good to have. And her struggling from family, losing, you know, being a widow and all these other crazy things happening to her was great. But I definitely will not watch this again. I will be watching okay, this again. Okay, good. Because my attachment doesn't care about the okay. magic element. Good. I was I was worried that me tearing this movie would affect you. I'm, I'm glad it didn't. No, not in the least. Yeah, I watched I'll, I'll... it again, and the whole fact of the story, like you said, has a female lead mm-hmm. and doesn't fall prey to any tropes not of too female much. Uh, storytelling. No. She I'm... doesn't obsessively talk about men not at all and there's just a little bit hint i mean there's never between the justin and her but it's never acted upon and it's not inappropriate no at all it just you just notice it and you, know, you exaggerate to make fun of it and the only bit of it was that bit of jenner the female hysteria don't listen to her but that was yeah. about it really and even then yeah. i think grief shaming falls into that more category so too uh, along then. with the females are hysterical. And then the original story combined with that magic element that they added for whatever spectacle reason, it basically made the whole story about Miss Brisby finding her courage. Yes, and I like that. a meek mouse and, at the beginning. And I really in like, like that. I guess I understand the magic because that's her That's her soul, that's her heart yeah. coming out. And now she see. has the courage mm-hmm. that can combat rats <laughs> and she's just a mouse. Hell, she was combating people and cats. Yeah? I mean, would you think kids would like this now? Or is it too scary now? I think adults would believe that it's too scary for them, okay. but I don't think it's too scary. I don't think so either. I think it's I think it's a good story for kids I, to see. I think it's actually a rather subversive way to introduce mm-hmm. death and yes. grief and what it's like mm-hmm. after someone who is family to you passes away. I would it, agree. It shows that the kids are staying strong afterwards. And they were. the mother obviously is staying strong after this. And there's a support network for them. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> deep. Well, that's why I kind of say it's kind of a hybrid because they, they touch on de- only deep get topics. The, just get rid of that magic or explain it better and... You have a really, really good movie, I'd say. I do love this movie. Okay. Even That's as an good. adult, I love this movie. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad I didn't... This is, this didn't ruin it for you. No, okay, it good. did not. So, that was The Secret of Nim. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email the Rewinders Podcast at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Rewinders Pod. You can... Also find this podcast on iTunes, Mm -hmm. SoundCloud, Mm -hmm. and Stitcher. Mm -hmm. Please rate and review us. So you want to know what I learned from this movie? What did you learn? (laughs) If you have any questions, a wizard did it. Why did that happen? A wizard did it. And I learned that you don't screw around with mouse and rats. They'll (laughs) mess you up with their little tiny swords. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks for listening to The Rewinders. And find your safety in the lee of the stones.